from Landgrant <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Season's greetings, everybody. Here we are, yet again, back in the booth in the Kickstarter room at the Land Grant Brewing Company. This is, of course, Land Grant University presents Beers with the Brewers, our weekly podcast we do here at Land Grant Brewing Company. My name is Walt Keyes. I'm a co-founder here, as well as a creative director. I'm joined today by Chris Helderman, our newly coined director of engineering. Yes, I believe that's correct. Uh, if, if there was an engineer, I would direct them. Uh, I There's no degree on this end, but uh, yeah, that is my title. Driving the train. Whoop, whoop. Hi, I'm not, nothing at all. I'm also joined by our director of communications, <laughs> Meredith Miles. Uh, also, season's greetings, everybody. And of course, as always, the captain of this ship, head brewer Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. Today we are talking about a... New, well, new for this year. It's been out for a few weeks now. Uh, new, uh, hazy, juicy IPA, Winter Garden. It's uh, just dropped um, probably, what, three weeks ago or so? A couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it uh, definitely celebrates our winterized, what, you're pointing to the notes? Should I be reading the notes? I may have written an intro for you. Oh, wow, look at that. Winter Garden Juicy IPA. It's perfect timing because <laughs> our Winter Garden, it was brewery curling etc. are now open all winter long. And with that... really exciting timing to be talking about a beer called Winter Garden when our Winter Garden activities are now open. Yeah. So, with that, I'm going to hand it off to Dan to walk you through this uh, really tasty new beer. Yeah. uh, 6.5% ABV, 29 IBUs. I think it's actually better now. Um, Usually... uh, so we're we're messing around with uh, some different yeast, and we this is um, the second beer that we've used uh, Cosmic Punch on, which uh, is a British strain, but it's been um, modified to release thiols, so white, whiny, passion fruit, grapefruity stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, Cascade, I think we did in the mash again, a little weird uh, thing that we're playing with now. Uh, Amarillo and Simcoe, T90s on the hot side, and Amarillo and uh, Simcoe, Cryo on the dry hop. But um, we, uh, are, we've sort of come up with a standard grist for these hazies now, sort of a, a mostly our um, silo malt and equal parts, flaked oats, malted oats, and uh, white wheat. But, um, yeah, it's actually better now. Uh, still... <laughs> <laughs> Extremely hazy, uh, but we, we've we've uh, the the point about the yeast was we've been using our Kvike strain for um, just about all of our hoppy stuff for so long that you don't really have to worry about any hot alcohols with that. And um, this was a little spiky uh, to start with, just because that British strain can come off uh, hot. And we're we're I think we we've figured out where where to ferment What's it this, now. This clock's in at what is it six and a half six point yeah. five. 
So um, yeah. it's 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 rounded out nicely over the last few weeks, um, and yeah, it's in a good place. Very um, very juicy um, orange. Uh, there's a lot of dried fruit in there as well. A lot of apricot, um, sort of like mango slices, stuff like that. It's funny when you talk about it um, having sort of that juiciness in terms of flavor. Looking at it in the glass, it looks. I mean, it literally looks like juice. Um, even like thicker than, and we actually had a customer in here. Um, the guy came in with two of his young daughters and he ordered a winter garden and then he actually got them both orange juices. And when I saw them sitting at the table, I could not differentiate outside of the glass that they were poured in, which was which. <laughs> Walked through and had to do a double take and then checked in with our bar t- staff yeah. just well, to make sure. So there you go. If you bring your kids down to the tap room, be sure to keep track of what is what. Yeah. If you were a fan of concentrate, you will probably like this beer. Yeah, that's fair. If you were a fan of the flavors of concentrate, but not the kind of thicker palate, the that the the thicker body that that okay. beer offered, you will probably like this beer. Yeah. This uh, mm-hmm. I was I was trying to um, I've been drinking this pretty pretty uh, um, consistently over the last few weeks, and the uh, it, it's like concentrate light, but not in a bad way, just like. Oh, okay. A little, a little lower in alcohol, and uh, yeah, I can, I can drink a few more of these. Yeah, definitely a little bit lighter body than that, like true, like super hazy, hazy, concent- like concentrate was. Um, but yeah, that, I agree. This has become a real like go-to for me in the past few weeks. Yeah, it's super flavorful, and I, I get like a mouthful where you tasting it on the front end, delicious, and then finish on the back end with just a tiny bit of a little that like piney bite. It's really, really satisfying. Yeah, this was great at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Watching football, hanging out. This is great. Eating cheese. Eating cheese. Mm-hmm. Kind of Thanksgiving, are <laughs> you? Well, this is like before we had like our meal. Like the hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, there's like a, there's the like a cheese tray out. It's just a massive out. cheese board. <laughs> Get a wedge of cheddar out and, you know, count your blessings. It's like a crab boil, only they just wheel out <laughs> <laughs> massive wheels of cheese all over the table. <laughs> Put some paper down, yeah. Yeah, so um, what else do we do on this podcast? Um, yeah, so I think we've all just described it as like a real go-to beer. Um, certainly not like a, a light beer by any means, so I guess that's a good place to ask our question that we would ask every week. How crushable is this beer? How crushable is it? I'll go first. Go first. Four. Tried and true. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've tested this multiple, multiple times, and yeah, it's a four. I, um, I think I'm going to align with you on that because I was, gonna, I was leaning, I was thinking three, but then I took another sip of it, and I was like, I could probably open that fourth can. I might take a little more time on that fourth can, but I, I, could do, I think I could do four. So. Well, it should be said, take plenty of time on all your cans I mean, that's while true. crushing. That's you know, true. Crush but sometimes when it's, when it's this delicious, you keep going back in for more, and you realize you've got to slow your roll a little bit. Sip, so. ap- sip after sip. Sip after sip. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Well, sip and I will sip. say, um, I, I have uh, two young kids, so occasionally you get caught in doing something with them. And your beer sits, and uh, you come back to it. It could be an hour later. This guy, pretty good warm. Pretty good warm. <laughs> Spoken like a true parent. There you go. Cold or warm. Dan. Uh, yeah, I think I'm out of four, too. I think it's, uh, it's time to ring the bell. I think four is just about right. 
Um, yeah. Oh, we have a question from a listener. We do. So I guess also, uh, Walt, you can talk about the name of the beer and where you got the design from. No problem. I can do that. Um, <laughs> now, this one, uh, this was a beer where I was working on graphics and uh, like a plan for the, the beer garden for the winter with uh, igloos and curling coming back and um, kind of came up with this winter garden idea and this look illustration of uh, folks out curling and I, I knew we had a, uh, a, a juicy slash hazy IPA coming around this time and the name winter garden uh, kind of fit in there and I thought you know, that's a good name for the beer garden in the winter, obviously, but kind of sounded like a beer name to me. And so I thought, you know, it could be a nice sort of dovetail of this beer coming out as, you know, these things are opening up. Um, so I thought it was sort of a good cross-promotional synergy, so to speak, to have the beer to go with the, with the, with the curling and everything. So that's obviously the inspiration behind this, uh, this brand. But I think for anybody who's never, if, if this is your first time, you just stumbled upon this podcast, you love beer and you were just listening, or maybe a friend referred you because they listen all the time, uh, one of the great things to know is that while we mentioned it, we do have um, a, an ice rink outside of our um, brewery in our tap room that um, accommodates brewery curling, which is essentially kind of a combination of like sort of almost like ice shuffleboard bocce ball style um, where you slide these um, little kegs down the ice and you, we give you the scoring and the rules and everything like that. Um, and when you rent a lane, it comes with a heated igloo. So it's great. It's family friendly. You can bring your dog in the igloo if you want. Um, it's a really great opportunity. And it's been so exciting to have it going again because we've been talking about it for so long but the opportunity to be just sitting here drinking this beer and in, in a little bit we're going to actually go outside and have some winter garden fun with our with our staff so um, it's a really fun opportunity and awesome reason to come down and see us and get this beer on tap yeah exactly I it, think we should have to, a question from a yeah, listener yeah we got a question from a listener this is, this is which great. is great it's um, exciting I love questions from listeners if you listen to this <laughs> podcast and you want a free land grant t-shirt Send us a question, and if we answer it, well, we'll give you a free T-shirt. So today, it's Ward Just Ward from Instagram. So Ward Just Ward from Instagram. Shoot us an email at cheers at landgrant.com. Or I guess we could just... we can just Cheers at landgrantbrewing. Landgrantbrewing.com. I don't know what landgrant.com is. Don't go to that website. It might be fine. It might not be fine. I don't know. I don't... I have no experience. I feel like maybe we should maybe Why don't purchase you just, that. I was going to say, um, Ward at Ward, just DM us again. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, all right. So anyway, that's all to say. Ward just asked. I assume his name's Ward. Maybe not. I don't know. Could be his last name. Ward just Ward. We're on a first name basis now. Um, what beer do you most look forward to the release of each year? Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Who wants to go first? Chris, you're up first. Uh, <laughs> what beer do I look forward to most each year? I I don't like that I'm saying this, <laughs> but I'm saying it because I actually do. Um, and that is long time thought my favorite beer in the brewery. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But Lawn Raker, I do look forward to that beer every year. But I have to look forward to having some left 
to drink it at the appropriate time <laughs> that you're supposed to drink that beer, as opposed to fair. April 14th or whenever it comes out nowadays. That's fair. Um, but I do love uh, an Oktoberfest, Martzen, Fest beer, whatever, whatever style ours actually falls into. Nobody knows. <laughs> because we brew that beer to be what we want it to be, and we tried to fit it into a category, which is how I think you should always brew beer. Um, but anyway, that is, that's the beer I most look forward to every year. Um, but I do get grumpy about when it comes out. <laughs> we can, we can have yeah, a whole that, podcast on that. That's a bigger that. issue with the beer industry at large of like cre- the creeping of, uh, you know, seasonal beers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it actually is, but I blame Sam Adams. That seems fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they seem like when nice people, doubt. but yeah. I that's haven't Sam. had a lawn raker in October in like three years. It makes me so sad. Yeah, I mean, it should come out at the earliest Labor Day, and I should it should be around long enough that I can actually rake leaves when I when I drink it. It's a funny thing because I bet if you polled like every single beer industry worker, we would all like stack hands and be like, "Yeah." So why don't we all do it? It's uh, it's because it, because it's the grocery stores. That's that's what does it. Every bar is like, no, can I get this in in mid September? <laughs> and and it's like, well, you can maybe if it's still left. What yeah. what, what do you mean? And it, and yeah, I think ours comes out, if I'm not mistaken, in July. It's pretty uh, or August. Is it August? Early August. Yeah. yeah. Okay, early August. Um, but yeah, it's. Oh, I'm brewing it in July. That's what it is. Yeah, that's where your brain's at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, no, I, I I do very much enjoy that beer. It, it uh, falls my favorite season, and so it kind of brings in that uh, all those all those good feels. Good answer. I'm gonna kind of cheat because my my original answer would be lemon glow. It's kind of my staple go to. I grab it when I don't know what I want. When in doubt, I'm always happy with a lemon glow. But it's it's a year on beer pretty much, so it doesn't feel like answering the question as it relates to, like, a beer I'm looking forward to because I pretty much can always get it. Um, if I were answering it in the sense of a seasonality kind of beer, I love What Are You Doing Here, the West Coast-style IPA. Um, we don't necessarily do it every year, per se, so, like, it's hard to also kind of say that. So looking ahead at some of the um, things we have in the pipeline for next year, I'm actually really excited about the return of Werble, or Verble, depending who you are, because that's a beer that I got very into when we had it, but it was just like gone too quickly because I think people really loved it and drank it up, which is awesome. But same thing, I wanted I wanted more of it. So knowing that that will be, um, spoiler alert, making a return at some point in 2023. I think it's pronounced Wirebell. <laughs> depending who you are. If you got your glasses on. I think on. you're right. Wire bell. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's uh, it. But that, that Hefeweizen was just really delicious, and um, I really enjoyed it. So I, I would say whether or not that's the beer I would have answered previously, that's the beer I'm answering in this moment right now. Um, for me, uh, I think fresh, just because maybe one of these years <laughs> I won't feel like I've gone through war just to get the thing in the tank, and we can kind of streamline that process. Wasn't the case this year. Um, yeah, sort of really wrecked our mash ton. But um, it, that I think that beer really speaks to what we do as brewers and um, what we're all about. And it's 
you know, I don't know that it resonates much with our consumers, but it resonates with the brewers, and um, it's one of my favorite beers that we do. So um, when we're able to do it properly, I, and I just tried one the other day. It's still delicious um, if you're down at the tap room. But, um, yeah, definitely uh, the seasonality of that, and um, it's unique in a way that not many of our beers are. So that would be it for me. That's a fantastic answer. That beer, I I do look forward to that beer every year. I, I uh, always look forward to the logistics of that beer every year. <laughs> and we start logistically planning that beer in like, well, we try to in like June. And it's always, we'll just say fun. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait. Wait, go! Oh my God! Right now! Oh my God! What, what are well, you doing? Like you're is, you're way behind. You need to hurry up. It and it's is like, the ah! definition of hurry up and wait, though, yeah. because there's so much nuance to getting it planned and getting whether it's physical harvest, transportation, the actual brew. It, there's a lot of components that have to be very reactive to the you know reactionary to the thing before it. So, labor of love for sure. Let me give a two part answer. Um, I would say previously it was a beer. Dan did called La Superiora. I really liked that beer quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, like, I typically drink mostly... I get made a weird noise. I typically <laughs> drink uh, a lot of... Uh, Eric, you can edit that out or leave it in, whatever you want to do. Aha, um, aha. Damn, where's the cough button? Boy. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, typically uh, I'm an IPA drinker or, uh, you know, hoppy pale ale drinker. So I typically... You know, I'm, I just kind of roll from whatever's freshest to whatever's freshest. And uh, that being said, I, there are some, like, seasonal holiday stuff that's a little bit outside of my usual, uh, you know, sweet spot. But La Superior was one of those, the, the mole porter we did. Um, like that beer a lot. It's not coming out this year, which is a bummer, but maybe it'll come back again in the future. Um, and then my other answer, and sort of on the opposite end of the beer spectrum, would be just the ultimate summer crusher, uh, Del Boca Vista. Um, that's become a big mm-hmm. summer favorite. And, uh, I do love it. I think we'll... we'll no, I, I don't know if it's it's coming out in a big way this year. I don't know, but we'll we'll get a pilot out or something. That's a, I would say, like, if the question were asked in the sense of, like, what's a beer you'd miss if it didn't come back, or maybe a beer that you missed that hasn't come back, Del Boca would probably leave the biggest hole in my heart if it didn't find a way back onto the board somehow. Just this, because is a, this is a way of me getting Del Boca Vista back on the schedule by, <laughs> by demanding it, that it, it's no, my it's, favorite No, it's beer. unique enough. I've never found a beer remotely in the realm of what it is that I've enjoyed. And that one, when I go to it, I'm like, man, you know, it's like it surprises me every time, even though I know exactly what's inside the can. I, I would agree with you on that. But I will also add that we just had our big uh, naming brand brainstorm brand for next year. And uh, there's a lot of beers I'm excited about um, talking about on this podcast uh, in the next year. So there's a lot of beers I'm looking forward to that well, I don't know what they taste like or look like yet. So. I think the coolest thing about that brand brainstorm was being able to talk to Dan about what's, you know, plotted out on a calendar and hear the ideas that the brew team has, too, because that opportunity, I think about, you know, if we're equating this to somebody at home who's never brewed a beer, being in the kitchen and it's just like you're thinking about what would be good for what would be good to try to make or what's the recipe I want to try to work on or I know I like these four things and how do I incorporate them in? And I think that's always the really exciting thing is to see what you guys come up with, because it's always 
fun to explore. Like, I like Nutty Buddies. <laughs> Shout out Little Debbie. Uh, butter, sugar, and cream. Are we going to do like a Harry Potter butter beer this year? No, I'm, I, just, I just found a, a, a Nutty Buddy pie. <laughs> it's a no-bake pie that I'm going to make. Speaking there of being go. in the kitchen, there I'm, you go. I'm really that excited about it. You're going to bring it in for everybody to try, right? I will. I'm going to do one, eat it all by myself, yeah. make sure it's good, and then I'll bring in another <laughs> one. It's <laughs> a great... A well, what do we have going on oh. uh, here at the tap room? Funny you should ask. Um, so we were recording this on Friday the 2nd of December. So there's a big USA soccer match tomorrow, which as you're listening to this, you will know the result of, and hopefully uh, that's a good one. Um, but th- that just leads into uh, it's still World Cup season here, so um, we will be showing all the knockout round matches going forward up until the final. Um, I think they're all ten, ten and two, pretty much yeah, for the most part. Yeah, so we're we're your spot for the World Cup. Um, hopefully, some of those matches that are upcoming are U.S. men's national team watch parties with our good friends at American Outlaws. Um, but yeah, it, it's been an incredible turnout down here. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I said we were sort of uh, humbled and overwhelmed by the the amount of folks that came out for the uh, for the match match play matches. It's, it was insane. I think it's been so cool too because there's a camaraderie with that that everybody's just together and rooting for the same team and it's it's just it's kind of almost in the vein of March Madness where you're maybe rooting for things or caring about matchups that you wouldn't otherwise really pay attention to, yeah. but you kind of get swept up in the atmosphere of it all. And our atmosphere, I have no doubt in saying is unmatched here in the city. Yeah. And especially as we get into these knockout round matches where it's, it's winner go home. A um, lot of excitement, a lot, a lot of action. So come on out and watch a match. If you haven't already, um, if it's a USA match, get here early. Uh, we'll have food for you. We'll have as many bathrooms as we can for you. <laughs> and uh, it'll be a good time promise um anyway moving on from the world cup we have other stuff happening tomorrow friday the 9th if you're listening to this podcast on the day it comes out it's a franklin's and friday and we have a beer release featuring our good friends and partners over at zora house zora's house um who came down and helped brew yeah. they helped dan brew a milk stout with orange peel i believe and uh cocoa nibs nice it's, um, it's, it's good. It's very, very good. Yeah, it's exciting. I can't wait to try it. So that'll be out tomorrow, available in the tap room, um, mostly only, but they are also hosting their own women of color-owned holiday market. Uh, that's going to be a Friday and Saturday over the Gravity Project over on Broad Street. Um, so come on down to Land Grant, uh, grab a beer, and then head over there and do some shopping. Saturday, 12-10, December 10th. World Cup quarterfinals, 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Again, hopefully, <laughs> one of those is U.S. national, national teams. That's USA. Yeah. Play, they're playing. We do know that on Sunday, it's the battle for Ohio, the battle of I-71, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's the rivalry of, the, of all rivalries, the Browns versus the Bengals. I refer to it as the futility bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That might be one of the best things I've ever heard. Put that on the beer name spreadsheet. Yeah. Futility Bowl. Uh, futility. 
<laughs> It'd just be <laughs> futility. <laughs> but yeah, Browns Bengals, 1 p.m. Um, we will have that on in the tap room. Uh, we'll see what the weather's like. If it's nice, we'll have it on outside. Um, but it's going to be December 11th, so it'll well, probably be pretty cool. That's a question we get a lot on social, too. People asking, essentially, how active is the beer garden when it's cold out? But one of the nice things is is that with our heated igloos out there, if you if you want to rent an igloo and have a guaranteed space, great. But when it comes to games or any of these you know playoffs, when we get into bowl games in January, sometimes we get a temperate day here in Ohio. So don't count out the beer garden in terms of like a place mm-hmm. to sit and view. But at the same time, know that there are ways to enjoy our beer garden, even if you're not physically in the true outdoors. Yeah, we've got fire pits out there. Um, you can also obviously rent an igloo or uh, reserve a curling lane. Um, and then you know that TV's that screen's easy to turn on. So mm-hmm. generally speaking, even if it's cold, uh, we'll put it on out there for folks who just want to be outside. And, uh, and then definitely, if it if it gets warm, we will hustle and we'll get some tables out there and accommodate folks because we do get that that odd warm day in here That's every now and then. That's one of my favorite then, so. things too. When you get that like punctuated warm day weird warm day warm couple of days where relatively speaking it's warm it's maybe not warm temperature yeah. wise but when you get a nice day that's like 51 con- degrees you're like oh my god it's so balmy let's get out and get some fresh air we're the spot for that for sure so that's a very uh kind of looking forward to as it's starting to get colder thinking about those punctuated warm days is also exciting yeah awesome bar staff down here they'll always hustle to get some tables out on those warm days. And if you got kids, they'll hustle to get you activity sheets and crayons. We were talking about those yesterday. Yeah. It's a great opportunity if you come down and you just need to sit down and have a beer. You've got your kiddos in the tap room and you're trying to get them occupied. Ask your um, friendly bar staff here at Land Grant to get you some crayons and an activity sheet. Or if you just want to color while you're having your beer, we can also accommodate that too. Yeah, if you're a grown-up who likes to color, that's fine too. If you basically tried, my job. If you haven't tried coloring in the last 10 years, you should. It's very, very therapeutic. It's very soothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. We were talking about that earlier today. Just kind of the different uh, different approaches to coloring as an adult. You maybe approach, you tackle that sheet differently than you might in your uh, early years. And one last thing to mention, which I kind of did already, but I'll, I'll hit it one more time. Um, right now, reservations are open for the curling lanes and the igloos. Um, just go to landgrantbrewing.com. It's a big thing right on the homepage. And uh, click through, make your reservation. Um, they're filling up pretty quick, mm-hmm. um, as they did last year. Adam's did an awesome, Adam has done an awesome job getting the ice in pristine shape. Um, it, it, it looks great out there, and uh, should be a great winter. And yeah, not to mention come that on pe- down. not to mention that people can actually reserve the room that we're sitting in right now. Not that you can see us because this is an audio-based medium, but we are broadcasting from or podcasting, I guess we're not broadcasting, from the Kickstarter room, which is rentable and reservable as well. So if you have a gift exchange or you have a little get-together, any holiday-oriented things, we got you covered. So come That's on That's a great point, Meredith. Just keep us in mind for all your <laughs> holiday needs this, this season. And, uh, you know, I think that brings us to a close here today. But I just want to thank you guys for coming out and uh, chatting with us. And I want to thank all you out there for listening uh, while you're driving around the country on all your holiday road trips. Listen to this around your Christmas uh, table or Thanksgiving table, and uh, <laughs> just a just that's a table. And you're sitting just, around you're sitting at a table, table eating your cheese, you know. <laughs> and you're just your listening to board. beers with the brewers with blocks of Swiss. <laughs> all your friends. I think cheese board in a recliner is where you really want to be. That's a move. That's a vibe. <laughs> I'll tell you if someone maybe someone got you a sweet like you know Bose or uh, whatever. Uh, 
Bluetooth speaker for Christmas, a great way to try that out is by firing up Beers with the Brewers podcast. So just keep that in mind. And don't forget to tip your bartenders. <laughs> definitely add to the Huga of your, of your Christmas. The, what? Nerd the, alert. The, the Swedish. Uh, oh, cozy? that sounds like a Swedish. That's word. pretty good. I think you need to say it with more spit. But Get yeah, it. I think Huga. that's basically it. Huga. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Get a hot wine and celebrate your Huga. Or a winter garden. They love a hot wine in Sweden. Yeah, at Christmas they, I time. bet they'd love winter garden if they yeah. tried it. Probably not hot though. No, probably no. not. Well, but Chris likes it warm, so you never temp. know. Room temp. Room temp. From, <laughs> from <laughs> tepid to cold, it's definitely a, a preferable beverage. It has been said that some like it hot. <laughs> there on we go. Note, uh, on you, that you note, tip your, tip your darn bartenders and have a great uh, week. We'll see you next week. We're talking about something. Probably like a beard crumbs, maybe. Probably. Oh, <laughs> like a there beardy, we go. Like a beardy. I should have saved all this great holiday banter <laughs> for next week. It's all right. I'll come up with something else for next week. I guarantee it. We will talk to you then. Uh, Ciao for now. Goodbye. Ciao.